A man accused his neighbors of being pirates and dug up their front yard. The federal government is banning all funny highway signs. And a baby's name is so terrible that a French judge changed it. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Whoop, whoop. A man is accused of digging up his neighbor's yard because he believed he was a pirate. In his defense, the neighbor does have a a parrot, peg leg, eye patch, and rum breath. This story's out of Connecticut. Let's learn a little bit about... Um, psychopathy. A man, <laughs> a man from Ledyard faces a number of charges after neighbors complained to the police that he trespassed into their yard, dug up their yard, and claimed that they were pirates. Got so many questions here. Why the digging up of the yard if you thought they were pirates? This guy's name is Mark Uderstadt. Uderstadt? Uderstadt. Yes, that's right, says Mark Utterstadt. He sees pirates wherever he goes. Mark Utterstadt might believe you're a pirate. Watch out. Or a Civil War general. He's 62 years old. He's charged with risk of injury, second-degree threatening, fourth-degree criminal mischief, breach of peace, and simple trespass. The police say they received a call from a concerned citizen. Think, you mean a Karen? <laughs> Concerned citizen, that's a Karen. Uh, thank goodness for Karens. They're calling the police when the rest of us would not. The call came at Saturday morning. The Karen, excuse me, the caller reported their, that her neighbor dug up her front yard with a, a rock rake. A rock rake? Oh, that's one of those, um, I know a rock rake, I think. I've never heard of that phrase before, but I'm guessing it's the, uh, it's the rake that has very short, uh, what do you call those spikes? And they're very hard steel rather than the long rake that's made for leaves. <laughs> Look at Jonesy trying to figure out how life works. Neighbors digging up their yard with a rock rake refused to leave. Strange, he thought they were pirates and all he did was bring a rock rake. You would think he would bring a cannon to take down their ship. I've seen pirate movies. You got to do it with cannon. It's cannon or bust, bro. When they arrived at the scene, the officers said they learned that Utastat had had walked to the property because he believed he owned the, the neighborhood and that the caller and her family were pirates. He thinks he oh, this guy thinks he owns the neighborhood. Just trying to keep it safe from pirates, guys. I feel as though we all should live in a pirate-free neighborhood, and if I catch one of these scallywags, I'm going to make them walk the plank because that's how I run my neighborhood. Does this guy show up to city council meetings complaining about the pirates as well? Ah, this poor guy needs some uh, pills or something, or maybe a friend. I don't know. Maybe he's on some serious uh, methamphetamines and paraphernalia. The caller's husband confronted Utterstadt about being on his property and digging up his yard. Excuse me, sir, why are you on my property digging it up? Don't you try and get away, pirate! Uta Stott began to yell and scream obscenities directed at the caller's husband and the young children. Not the young children, they're innocent. Although he sees them as the children of pirates, which means to him they are future pirates in the making. Uta Stott then swung his rock rake in the direction of the caller's husband in a threatening manner. Wouldn't want to be hit in the face with a rock rake. Uh, it says here when Utastat was speaking to the officers, he asked them to stop his neighbors from escaping to the Barbary Coast. No, he uh, he told them that he was actually digging up the yard because he get this he believed they were trying to install a water line. What does that have to do with him? Maybe they, he thought that they were pirating his water. 
trying to install a water line of gold doubloons, matey. Uchistat was taken into custody. Uh, so sad, so sad. That's the end of the story. There's just not much to this. So I decided I would Google... Uh, fun things to say in a pirate voice. And I learned something, guys. Did you know that there, <laughs> there's National Talk Like a Pirate Day? In case you're wondering, it's September 19th. It's National Speak Like a Pirate Day. I'm surprised none of you have brought this to my attention. It's a very weird day. Anyways, then I found a website with pirate words and phrases that are fun to say. Uh, here's some. Dead men tell no tales. That's sort of like their version of snitches get stitches. Also, here's a good one. I'll crush ye barnacles. That's a common pirate threat. You don't want to have your barnacles crushed. Here's another one. Run a shot across the bow. That means fire a warning shot. You guys have heard of shiver me timbers. It's an expression of surprise. My goodness. And then, of course, there's a yo-ho-ho, which is pirate slang for excitement or having a good time. It's like the 17th century version of lit. The government is going to ban funny highway signs starting this week. Now, I'm very glad and relieved that the government is tackling these important issues, aren't you? <laughs> Banning funny highway signs. Man, don't you just wish you could live in like a cool timeline where the government isn't lame AF? I wish. Some highway signs crack jokes, use puns, or riff off Taylor Swift lyrics in order to remind drivers to be safe. Well, enjoy them while you can. This article says the U.S. Federal Highway Administration has ordered all 50 states to stop putting messages on electronic signs that are, quote, intended to be humorous, reference pop culture, or could overall adversely affect respect for the sign and the message on the sign. Well, that's a smart tactic, right? I mean, <laughs> they're operating on the premise that these signs actually work at the base of it. I mean, are there people out there that are like, oh, the sign says to not speed? Oh, okay. I was speeding, but now that I saw the sign, I'll stop that. Oh, put my seatbelt on. Sheesh. Thanks, sign. Super helpful. <laughs> Look, man, this kind of humor on the highway actually gets your attention. And brings attention to your message. I mean, otherwise, people just tune these signs out. I mean, governments are so dumb. Um, the Department of Transportation says, instead, safety messages on signs should be simple, direct, brief, legible, and clear. You forgot boring. Uh, the new standards go into effect on January 18th. But states have two years to adopt them. <laughs> Again, just how lame government is. <laughs> you have two years to... We're very serious about these signs. They're... People are getting butthurt about the jokes on the signs. Okay. Now, among some of the humorous signs that are going to be disappearing from the highways, unfortunately, are messages such as in Massachusetts, you might see, Use your blanca. Uh, people from other states might be wondering what a blinka is. It's um, it's supposed to it's blinker, but they spelled it B L I N K A H for the Boston accent. Yeah, blinker is also known as your directional, but in Massachusetts we call we call it your blinka. So use your blinka. In Ohio, there's a sign that says "Visiting in-laws, slow down, get there late." In Pennsylvania, they have featured a sign that says "Don't drive, star-spangled, hammered." Very funny. 
Uh, in New Jersey, they're uh, featuring one that says, Hocus Pocus, Drive with Focus. And in Arizona, Hands on the Wheel, Not Your Meal. So I guess the message is don't eat while you're driving. Very funny, Arizona. Now, uh, state officials and the people that write these signs argue that the jokes grab drivers' attention. But federal regulators, the no-fun police, say they are risky. They're risky in two ways. One, they say these signs are distracting. And two, not everybody can understand them. Now, I would agree, not everybody can understand the jokes. I'm a professional comedian, I can tell you from experience. Not everybody understands the jokes. Some people are not that sharp. However, I just hearken back to my earlier premise that uh, the, even when the signs are written straightforwardly, they, don't, they have very little effect on people's uh, behavior on the highways, I would argue. I don't have data to back that up. It's just common sense. The first reason, though, that they're distracting because of the humor, I mean, what about the billboards that are everywhere? This is like hilarious billboards everywhere you go. I saw one during the, ho the holidays that said something like, um, it was like, only Rudolph should be lit. Drive high, get a DUI. It's a very funny sign with a, you know, with a message. that then they're using humor to get the message across. Super funny. Those billboards are all over the place, and they're much larger than these signs. You got giant LED lights that flash and blind you on the highway. You're just going to allow that to go on? There's like a huge one on, uh, on, on the five out here in LA. It's like, Jesus saves! Jesus saves! It's so bright that, like... How many people did it blind and they crash into a ditch? Yeah, Jesus saves. I'm in a ditch. Thanks. You know how many times I've been distracted by a billboard for an attractive female lawyer showing her cleavage on the billboard? Like that, those exist too. Like these super hot lawyers or like real estate agents on the thing with their, you know, you could see their top of their boobs. Like what? what's that all about? Oh, but that's okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's so ridiculous. Uh, prior to this humorous sign ban from the feds, there's been some controversy. There was one highway sign in Colorado that said, quote, get your head out of your apps. And some residents complained. <laughs> Whoa, it's so edgy oh, and offensive. Get your head out of your apps. My goodness. Sam Cole manages safety communications for Colorado's Department of Transportation, told the media, well, you know, you don't want to be widely provocative. You want to be memorable and you want to generate conversation at the family dinner table. Oh, how cute. They think the family still eats at the dinner table together. <laughs> what do you think? This is 1988. Uh, it says here, Arizona has more than 300 electric signs on highways. And for the past several years, the Department of Transportation has held contests to find the funniest and most creative messages. And anyone could submit ideas, and they have drawn more than 3,000 entries last year. Uh, some of the winners were seatbelts always pass a vibe check, and I'm just a sign asking drivers to use their turn signals. Pretty good. I like that you could submit. I would love to write humorous highway safety signs. That would be fun. Uh, David Cook, a Republican in Arizona, says, you know, the humor part of it we kind of like. I think in Arizona the majority of us do, if not all of us. But he didn't understand the fuss. He says, why are you trying to have the federal government come in and tell us what we can do in our own state? Prime example that the federal government is not focusing on what they need to be. 
Well, I would argue with you, David, that the government, the federal government needs to tell some states what they can and cannot do (laughs) because some states are going off the rails. I don't know if you've noticed, but I agree with you on uh, government not focusing on what they need to be. I mean, humans are are defecating on our country's sidewalks as I record this. Okay, that's all you need to know. Yay! Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. A baby's name is so terrible that a judge had to change it and then ban it. This story is out of France. One of the most exciting decisions for new parents is what are you going to name your newborn? Some moms and dads go with traditional names while others use something a little more unique. Sometimes the less popular names can be quite beautiful, but there are cases where they just wind up being very bizarre and occasionally really terrible. Here in America, no matter the name, it is pretty much allowed, but that isn't the case in every country. In France, names need to be approved by a court. Oh, did you know that? I had no idea. I wish they would do that in the U.S. because some of these names need to go. (laughs) Really, man. (laughs) We have some parents that named their child and then a judge deemed it was unacceptable and banned it and made them change it. And the judge said, no one is ever using this name again. What's the name? You're wondering. Uh, Well, the name is Nutella. (laughs) Yeah, you see what I mean? <laughs> you can't name your kid Nutella. What's wrong with you? You're going to put your child through so much trauma with the name. Are parents aware of this? How much trauma? A name? It's almost as though these adults and these parents never went to a public school. I mean, if you're homeschooled, yeah, you want to name your kid Nutella or Miracle Whip or <laughs> some other delicious spread, then yeah, go right ahead. But if you're sending your kid out in the world, yeah, like the kid's going to be bullied. Like, to no end. And now with social media, it's only going to be worse. Now this French pair of parents picked the name Nutella for their little girl. The judge explained the decision, stating that the name Nutella given to the child is the trade name of a spread. And it is contrary to the child's interest because to be wearing a name like that can only lead to teasing or disparaging thoughts and opinions. He then changed her name to Ella. Ooh, I don't know if you let the judge name the <laughs> Name your kid. That's going a little far. He'd be like, no, we're going to deny this name, but you can name your child something else. Just don't, you know, name your child Honey Mustard and let's move on with something more normal. I mean, not to mention, if your kid's name is Nutella, it's only a matter of time before the company Nutella sues your child. So for copyright infringement or whatnot, it says here the French actually were far more strict with names not too long ago, up to until 1993. French parents could only pick a name from a list of acceptable options. <laughs> wow, that's super strict. And uh, the list of acceptable options were mostly names based on Catholic saints. Ew. These days, they are able to give their kids any name, but if a judge finds that their choice is not in the best interest of the child, then it won't be allowed. Previously, judges in France have rejected the name Babar for a little girl and another girl's name of Frace, F-R-A-I-S-E, which means strawberry. I think Frace is okay. 
I mean, well, maybe not. I mean, I, I would say if you use the name Frace in another country, it's okay, not knowing that it means strawberry. But basically, that would be like in, in the U.S. if you named your kid actually Strawberry. I've seen more bizarre names than Strawberry, though, in my country, for sure. Well, all in all, this is pretty surprising, um, knowing that, that uh, judges have so much to say regarding baby names in France. And I just can't get over the fact that the judge decided, no, nope, no, nope, not Nutella. I'm going to name your kid. I don't know. Ella, just feeling that one today. <laughs> I watched a streaming show last night. The main character's name was Ella. So your kid's name is Ella. Okay. Case closed. How do you guys feel about this? Anyways, do you think uh, you should be able to name your child Nutella? Or, some, or peanut butter or some such thing? Raspberry jam. I mean, do <laughs> you think you should be able to name your child after a cheese? I'll bet you a lot of people in France tried to name their kid after a cheese. You know that in France. <sighs> They're so crazy about cheeses. Anyways, call the show. Tell me what you think of this. 646-450-2012. Any of you got a weird name that we all need to know about? Yay! Hit me with some weird news. Why don't you hit me with some weird news? Hit me with some weird news. Record away. Yeah. How about it? Is that Pat Benatar? I think it is. Is she still alive? You think she'd hang out with me? I want to smoke a bowl with Pat Benatar. Somebody tell her. Just hang out on my balcony. Wow, I'm highly caffeinated today, could you, could you tell? And I got to thank all my patrons and people that bought me coffee over the holidays. Keeping me highly caffeinated, keeping Jonesy just buzzing in a closet. Just buzzing away in a closet. Wow, what a life I have, huh? Good times, good times. Anyways, I want to thank everybody who sent me kind messages. Thank you so much for reaching out. You can always email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Please call the show and leave a voicemail if any of the stories here triggered you or you have an opinion. I know you have an opinion because they are like the bum hole. Everyone has one. Uh, if you want to support the show and buy me a coffee and keep me like this, keep me in this uh, elevated state, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash funnyjones or go to uh, weirdafnews.com, the official website. Click on the coffee cup. You can also join the Patreon by going to weirdafnews.com, clicking on the Patreon banner or going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app. On your smartphone, do a search for Weird AF News. All of these things. All the nice things you could do for Jonesy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Referring to myself in the third person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Losing my mind in a closet. Mm-hmm.